0: So, I love junk food, and I was devastated that uh, three years ago, Doritos made an announcement that they are discontinuing the my favorite potato chip from Doritos is their jacked, ranch-dipped hot wing flavor. Who's had that before? Okay. <laughs> it was a sad day for me. I love these chips. Actually, I love them so much that... Um, I, uh, I went over my buddy's house and he knows that I I, I I really enjoyed these so he bought a big family size you know hoping that you know from Costco you get those big ones that it would last you know for visits future visits and I am just eating away at this family size bag Doritos that I love so much and then before I know it I'm getting to the bottom of the bag and I look at him I'm like please tell me like at some point I put the bag down and you had some and he was like Father, you have not put the bag down since you got here. So I was devastated because I totally lost track of what was going on. And so I'm sure all of you have more self-control than I do when it comes to Doritos. But all of us are constantly filling ourselves up with junk. Constantly filling ourselves up with junk that will never satisfy us. And tomorrow we start Lent, and Lent is a great time to really enter into this time and say to ourselves, Lent is a time to get rid of the junk, the junk that I keep going to over and over and over again, hoping it will satisfy. Because clearly, that whole bag of Doritos did not satisfy me, but now God forced it by discontinuing it. So I learned my lesson. So this is what Lent is all about, right? And this is what we need for Lent, right? Like, Lent is a time to get rid of the junk that we continuously come back to hoping you will satisfy me. But Lent is the time to say, God, only you can satisfy me. Jesus, by your power, your strength, your love, that's the only thing that's going to be able to ever satisfy me. So that's what we're doing. And when we take Lent serious, that it's, this is a special season, when we take Lent serious, life-changing things start to happen for us. Lent is not about a diet. I know some of you are trying to get your summer body ready for summer right around the corner. Lent is not about what I could do for God. Lent is for us. To say, what junk am I holding on to, hoping that it will satisfy me? What junk do I think will save me? That's what Lent is all about. And traditionally, the Catholic Church has said Lent is about three things. right? It's about prayer, it's about fasting, and it's about giving. And as I've been meditating on this Lent, what I'm going to do, I started to think, okay, well, this Lent, I want to combine prayer, fasting, and giving... With getting rid of the junk that's in my mind, that I put in my body, the junk, and what my soul, what junk is in there. And I think they're related. I think prayer, fasting, giving has to do with the mind, the body, and the soul. So what I'm challenging myself and I'm challenging all of you as we enter into the sentence season, some of us already have in mind what we want to do. But just to reconsider... And go on me, go with me on this journey. So, number one, for Lent, getting rid of the mental junk in my life. Right? Again, we don't just feed our body junk. I don't just feed my body with Doritos until the whole bag is done. That my mind is constantly filled with junk. We call this stinking thinking. Say say that with me. Stinking thinking. Stinkin'. And we are so good, brothers and sisters. We're so good at this stinking thinking. We are constantly feeding our minds with junk. Junk. Constantly, Right now, I'm reading this book, and it's called Winning the War in Your Mind by Craig Groeschel. It's an amazing book. And even as somebody who is still constantly, as I'm entering into the lundin season, how am I going to get better control of my thoughts? What, am I, what junk am I feeding my mind as I'm entering into Lent? And so a recent study showed that the average person has about 7,000 to 10,000 thoughts in one day. So, those thoughts are going through our mind. And how many of those thoughts are stinking thinking out of those seven to 10,000? Because lunch is a time again to really purge and get rid of those junk thoughts that are not from God. That are not from God. And yes, I actually think that this, uh, this, the mind component falls under almsgiving, right? Almsgiving, we're supposed to give during Lent, but w- yes, we can, should, and be generous with other people, but what am I giving myself? And I would say that we should be thinking this Lent, what am I giving myself? Which one of those 7,000 to 10,000 thoughts, how generous am I being with myself? What is coming in, and what am I not telling to leave? This is almsgiving. This is generosity. Yes, be generous with others. Be generous with ourselves. Because that's what God would want, for us to show ourselves some almsgiving. And so St. Paul in his letter today says, Put away the old self of your former way of life, corrupted through deceitful desires, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Be renewed in your minds is what St. Paul is saying. Renew your minds. You have now been baptized, is what he's telling the Ephesians. You've been baptized, you have the Holy Spirit. What's going on in your mind? Let it be renewed. When this changes, other things will start to change. What other junk I start to put in my life. In a different part of the Bible, St. Paul says, Take every thought captive, and the verb tense of take captive, when he says that, in the original language of the Bible, implies a repeated and continuous action, This isn't a one-time, this is a junk thought, I need to get rid of it, and then I'm good for the other 49 days of Lent. That throughout Lent, this is a continuous action, that I recognize what's going on in my mind. Not something, again, we do once, but something that we could do thousands of times during our lives. Multiple times a day. Maybe sometimes if I'm having a rough day every hour. During Lent, we need to give almsgiving to ourselves too by fighting against the devil's junk lies. It starts there in the mind. The devil's junk lies. Sinful thoughts, anxious thoughts, depressing thoughts that are destroying our minds because this is the enemy's weapon of how to get us and capture us. But we're not slaves, amen? Amen, we are not slaves to the lies of the devil. And you may be thinking, okay, so what does this look like? And the devil, just some ideas of how he will start to play with our minds, and some of us have believing these lies for years, is it could be something like, you can't blink. What is this lie that I continuously tell myself? You can't fill in the blank. Because that's a lie from the enemy. Or it could be, God won't blink. God won't help your marriage. God won't help your child. God won't do this for you. God won't do that for you. The enemy could say, nobody cares. The enemy could say to us, a lie to us, I am not blank enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not holy enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not a good enough mom. I'm a horrible father. I'm failing. I'm not good enough. The enemy could say, it's too late. You've destroyed God's plan for your life. It leads us into fear and discouragement and anxiety. so are we attentive to the lies? And you may be thinking, Father, how do I know? What are the lies? How do I know what's a lie? And I would say that how we know what's a lie, what's going on in those 7,000 to 10,000 thoughts that we're having in a day, how we know they're lies is because they contradict the truth, which brings me to my second point. So, Lent, first start with a mind almsgiving. Second, for Lent, getting rid of the junk that I allow into my soul. The same way almsgiving relates to the mind, prayer, the second leg of Lent, deals with the soul. What am I doing for my soul to contradict these lies? And how we know something is a lie is because, from the devil, is because it contradicts the truth of Jesus Christ, which he gives us in the Holy Bible. But we don't know our Bible. We don't know our scripture verses. We don't know, and we start making the devil's lies, God's truth. And this Lent, God wants to speak truth into our lives. He wants to make our identity known to us, who we are and who we belong to and where we're going. If we're attentive. If we're attentive this Lent. Again, we find God's truth in the Holy Bible, and we use the Holy Bible as prayer this Lent to demolish the lies of the enemy, so our soul remains pure this Lent, because that's what Jesus did. Jesus went in a desert, we heard in today's gospel. And Jesus fought back against the devil's lies with scripture verses. Jesus was not engaging in conversation with the devil. He was using scripture verses to denounce the lies of the devil. If we know, and we were focusing. And we see this, The first time Satan comes up to Jesus, he says, Satan tells him, turn this bread, turn these stones into bread. What does Jesus do? He uses a scripture verse to denounce the devil's lie. He uses from Deuteronomy, another part of the Old Testament, Jesus replies with a verse opposite to the devil's suggestion, saying, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's in the Bible, from the book of Deuteronomy. He fought the lie with the truth. Satan realized his first plan failed, so he attacked Jesus from a different angle. Okay, well, that didn't work. I need to find something else. So he tells him and takes him to the highest point of the temple in Jerusalem and dared him to throw himself out of the temple. And he says, the angels will catch you. He's even using religion and faith that the angels will catch you. And what does Jesus do? He replies, Do not put the Lord your God to the test, which comes from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16. He engaged this land, this desert that he entered into, which Lent can feel like a desert, because we're getting rid of the junk, and strengthened his soul with Scripture verses. That's what he did. And so what I'm suggesting is that today, we, have a ver- we, have- we know our lie, we need to identify our lie. We then go online, we go on Google, we search, okay, this is my lie, what's opposite of this lie? What scripture verse are opposite to God not loving me? What scripture verse is opposite of God is not, does not care about me? What scripture verse is opposite to I am a failure? And I need those as I go into the desert this Lent as a paper in front of me and a reminder that I put on my phone or in my car or in my pocket that I grab this piece of paper every time and I pronounce and declare the truth of our identity. This is how Lent can be a life-changing and healing and miraculous experience. If we know our lie. We know the scripture verses that are opposite to that lie. If somebody again is believing the lie in the mind that God doesn't care, well, there are scripture verses that says the opposite. Romans 8 says the opposite. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for all of us. That means God the Father cared about us to give us his son Jesus Christ to come into this world and save us. And finally, for Lent, getting rid of the junk that we allow into our body. The same way almsgiving relates to the mind, prayer relates to the soul, fasting relates with the body. We put a lot of junk into our bodies to make us feel better because we often believe the lies of the enemy. If I'm feeling like a failure, if I feel like I've been rejected, if I feel like I'm not good enough, then I'm going to turn to my vape, which hurts my lungs. I'm going to turn to alcohol, which hurts my liver. I'm going to turn to overeating, which hurts my energy level. I'm going to turn to inappropriate things online and social media for hours because I feel like I'm not good enough, which then in reality hurts my eyes and hurts my heart. I'm going to start to gossip if I feel rejected, which then just hurts my mouth. So we have an idea of what we want to give up, but why are we giving those things up? If we recognize that I can't, the reason I'm giving up this particular thing, which has to do with food, with fasting, with social media, because it's rooted in a lie that I continue to escape to. I escape to social media because I don't feel good enough. I escape to alcohol because I don't feel good enough. I escape to inappropriate things online because I feel like I'm not good enough. Because that's the lie. That's the lie. And we pour junk into our bodies because we want to escape. But we need to pour junk. We, we pour junk into our bodies because of the junk that's going on in our minds. No more escaping. No more escaping. So we bring it all together. This Lent, I challenge you to do three things. Again, give up one lie that the devil continuously is trying to use to, rec- to destroy my life. Recognize it from Today. Second, identify a list of truths from the Holy Bible, ready, and I have those ready opposite to the lie, and say those truths over and over again during Lent to strengthen my soul because that pray, that's a prayer. And Lent is about praying. And finally, we give up at least one thing that I escaped to, hoping to make me feel better, because more than likely I escape to it because of the lie that the devil's using to destroy my life. Again, body with fasting. So, brothers and sisters, like I started off saying, this can be a life-changing Lent. A life-changing Lent. Where we gain control of our mind, body, and soul. And we find our true identities as sons and daughters of God. And we get rid of the junk, which is trying to... We're clinging on to this world. And saying, I don't belong here. My final destination is with a father and the son... In the Holy Spirit in heaven forever and ever. Amen.